Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. Don't you wish there were more Christian-oriented or at least faith-friendly books for children? Today we interview Chad Stewart, who is the author of three going on seven important books. Britfield and the Lost Crown is one your child would enjoy. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we have a live interview with an author, and I think I've met him before at uh, NRB. Uh, C.R. Stewart is his pen name, the initials C.R. Uh, I'm gonna call him Chad Stewart. Uh, is the author of the Britfield book series for children. And I welcome him to the program via Skype. Uh, Chad, are you there? How are you today? I'm, I'm doing well, thank you. Nice, nice to be on. That's great. So what is Britfield? It sounds British. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's uh, a name that we made up. I made up Britfield, but it does, it does have that British feel to it. And so it's, uh, it's become part of a, our legacy, if you will, and a seven book series that we're we're, we're launching. So real real quick, uh, book, Britfield and Lost Crown was our first book. We launched in August of 2019. Since then, it's become a national bestseller and one of the most awarded books in children's fiction. So, Britfield and the Lost Crown, that was the first book. And if people want to start the series or get your kids reading them, Britfield and the Lost Crown is a good place to start. Uh, what's the story about? It has some uh, childlike characters. Yes, and it's a it's a great book. What's great about it is that it's anchored in in current time, so it's not future, it's not past, current time. Uh, it's based on on real places. It has no magic, it has no witchcraft, it has no demigods, it has no agenda. It's just a great, clean, fast-paced adventure story. What's nice about it is is children are reading it, and even adults, which is half our audience, are reading it. They're learning about history, geography, art, architecture, and culture. It's based on family, friendship, loyalty, and courage. And it challenges the reader with creativity, critical thinking, and communication and collaboration. And so it really fires on all on eight all eight cylinders, if you will. It's a fast-paced series. Our youngest reader has been seven. Our oldest reader has been 93. And we've had 12-year-olds that have read the 400 pages in about five hours. Wait a minute. I can't read that fast, and I've got <laughs> advanced degrees. Neither me. <laughs> <laughs> but, but a 400-page book, is this like... Uh, it's an investment. If I'm going to pick up it, is it an easy read? What what grade level is the language geared toward? It's it's interesting. It's um the reason that that children can read through it so fast is number one, it took me four years and twenty five hundred hours to read to uh, to write in uh, book one, and ten years from the idea that I had for it to actually launching it in August 2019. But my background is is script writing, and so I've been very keen to. Uh, um, the three-act structure to, to uh, great writing, if you will, to storytelling. I don't waste words. And so I think what makes it so, it's not that it's it's a simple, large, you know, 14 font, one sentence sort of structure. It's just the way that I write it. And to give you an idea for my last final edit, before it goes to the professional editor, I, I try to get rid of at least one word per, cent, per, per page. 
and already it's real tight. And what that does is it just tightens it even more. So I don't waste words. I enter the scenes late. I leave early. I don't, I don't fumble around. I don't spend paragraph after paragraph with description, although it's very vivid. And 90% of the people that have read it says that it reads like a movie. And so. Okay. So I, my childhood reading history, I, I was never a fan of the Harry Potter and that pre, sure. you know, post-dated me anyway. Uh, but I grew up reading stories like The Hobbit or Watership Down or, oh, uh, you know, that. obviously uh, the, the Narnia series by, um, uh, tell me. C.S. Lewis. Yeah, C.S. <laughs> Lewis. You, tell me if your storyline is compatible with some of the Christian folk heroes that, that wrote my child, child children's book. No, absolutely. And I mean, the whole thing is based, like I said, on family, friendship, loyalty, courage, and faith. Um, it's very similar. I was very inspired by C.S. Lewis. It's very similar to C.S. Lewis. In fact, we had a quote from the um, Epic Times last year that said Britfield is is uh, is is a combination of C.S. Lewis and Dan Brown. And I thought that was fantastic. Um, book three, which we launched uh, uh, last year, September, that's Britfield and the um, uh, Return of the Prince. I, I love this comment, but I had one 14 year old uh, high school student from Virginia and she said, uh, she goes, she goes, I love book three out of all three books, love the series. She said, you're now up there with Lord of the Rings. And I thought, wow, <laughs> um, that's, that's huge. But um, I think what's interesting about this too is it's, it, it has the same depth, the same action, the same everything, but what's so great about this set aside from C.S. Lewis or, or Tolkien is that it's based in real, real places in real time. Like book one is in England, book two is in France, book three is in Italy. Um, Tom and Sarah, the two main characters who are orphans, start out in book one in Yorkshire, Northern England at 12 years old. Book two, they're now 13. Book, book three, they're now 14. And so what's nice is, is, is not only the um, books are becoming a little more intense and longer, but, um, but they're aging by one year. And we all know that like from, from 12 to 13 is like a decade in, in kids' age, right? And from 13 to 14 is like another decade. I mean, they mature quickly and and. And um, so it's fun for me as the writer, uh, and um, and book book two is 474 pages, book three is 575 pages. Book three is my crescendo of the trilogy of the seven book series. Let's take a short break. When we come back, I'll have Chad Stewart explain the differences in the plot between the first three books. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Reading today's headlines, doesn't it seem sometimes like the world is unreal? We hear about rumors of wars and we see legislative and cultural battles here in America. But where is our hope? I think it's in the gospel of Jesus Christ. We're offering now a, a DVD series led by family ministry leader Vince Dacchioli, Real Christianity in an Unreal World. It behooves us to really understand what does it mean to be relevant as a Christian and to be real and to spread the gospel in a way to where more and more people will, be in, will embrace it and move yep. in the right direction. We can send you the entire DVD series, which is three-part teaching with Vince and a bonus of my personal testimony for a suggested donation of just $30 if you call now at 866-Obey-God or Write to the address on your screen or visit PrayInJesusName.org. We want to rush you this important teaching to ground your faith in real Christianity. I'm Dr. Chaps. You know, Jesus taught the parable about sowing the seed and you don't want it wasted. You want it to grow with 30, 60, 100 fold for the kingdom of Jesus Christ. I'll tell you three mission areas that we're doing here at Pray In Jesus Name. 
I think our charity does more with less than any other charity I know. We are fertile seed. For example, number one, we pray in millions of television homes every day or every weekend on eight networks. We have 2.5 billion home TV impressions every month. The second area, we feed orphans and children in some of the poorest slums overseas. We're building a new vocational school, we're digging wells, and we're serving the poor when you give to pray in Jesus' name. Number three, we defend religious freedom, especially for our troops and our chaplains. We've now helped send five million petitions to Congress. We've helped change bad laws or policies in 13 states and four times in federal law. You know my story as a former Navy chaplain, standing up for the right to pray in Jesus' name and defending religious freedom. Would you donate today? In fact, we want you to come up monthly pledge sponsor. When you visit PrayInJesusName.org, on the right side, click the monthly pledge sponsor button at PrayInJesusName.org. Your monthly gift will help change the world in Jesus' name. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by C.R. Stewart. Chad Stewart is the author of three, going on seven, books for young people. Uh, Chad, Brett Field is, uh, is that the name of one of the characters? You mentioned Tom and Sarah, or is that a place? What is a Britfield? Britfield is a, a famous royal title of a famous royal family. And so Britfield and Lost Crown, what is Britfield, right? Which you just asked me in the Lost Crown, which means lost royalty. And how is Tom, the 12-year-old orphan who's been an orphan his whole life, how is he connected to Britfield? I don't want to give anything away, but that is the, the interwoven mystery. Um, and really at the core of this whole thing, if you're asking me what's the main, main theme of this, it's really all about family, what family means, the importance of family. Well, I, I appreciate the theme of, of an orphan aspiring to greatness, right? I, I myself was, was given up for adoption at age three, and I was wow. taken in by a family, and, and that changed my life. But there are a lot of kids out there who don't have the ideal family. They don't have, you know, a, a mom, a dad, and, and 2.4 children as, and a white picket fence. There are children from all over the world who may gravitate to your kind of story because they want to understand what that looks like. Yeah, and that's a great question. And uh, this is really a global global book and a global novel and series. We launched in the United States. We're doing extremely well. We're already in thousands of schools across the nation, specifically elementary and middle. That's always been our beachhead. Um, just so you know, I did a 9,000 mile, I drove a 9,000 miles, 23 states, over 200 schools and more than 40,000 students that I presented, Britfield Lost Crown. Um, I talk a little bit about the book series. I talk about creativity. I talk about storytelling, the importance of writing uh, to, to auditoriums of fourth through eighth of anywhere from three to 400 students at a time. And so we've had huge impact here in the United States. Um, we have an 83 page study guide based on national standards. So Britfield can be taught in the classroom and you bring in Britfield into one of these schools and it knocks out one of these other not so great books, if you will. And we're already being taught in schools across the nation, which is great. And we've also been doing some uh, virtual author visits. Now we're sort of moving glo globally now. We, um, just as a, as, a, as a fact, we, uh, we sold our first rights a couple of years ago to Poland. So here's, our, here's, our, here's Britfield Lost Crown in Polish. And uh, I was so excited because Poland is sort of our beachhead in Eastern Europe. And um, we just got a royalty um, numbers a couple of days ago. And, and it's like, we're selling thousands of books in wow. Poland right now. And I'm so excited about that. 
and we're going to be doing a, um, a world tour starting uh, in September. And I'm doing eight countries in Eastern Europe, and then I'll be doing Asia and South America and all over the world. So, Well, I'm excited about this. How does one become a bestseller? What are the numbers in America? This will, this will, this will shock most people, but um, 97 out of every 100 books that are published fail to make a profit. Um, if, if a book sells more than three, two to 300 its first year, it's doing well. If it, and most books will, will sell no more than 1,500 to 2,000 books in its entire lifetime. And uh, for a bestseller, as far as a numbers game, it's right around eight to 10,000, depending on the sort of launch date and how fast you sell that. But if a book is to do eight to 10,000 uh, books, that's, that's huge. That would be considered a bestseller. We surpassed that uh, decades, <laughs> decades ago, years ago. And we've already, we've already a bestseller in, in Poland, which is kind of exciting. We have 14 other countries, God willing. Uh, we have South Korea, big publisher there that's interested in it. We have uh, Japan, Mexico, Brazil, Italy, uh, France, Britain—I mean, all these countries—and we're and we're going to be at the um, April uh, London Book Fair in April too, which is great. The London yeah. Book Fair—I I haven't been there, but I've been to London. Uh, the yeah. first book, Britfield and the Lost Crown, is sort of set in England. Do do, do, the, do Thomas and Sarah, the young people, do they travel around London? Do they get to see uh, you know Big Absolutely. Ben in the Parliament and all the things there? Yeah, the two things I tell people that want to write us is I say, you write about what you know, and you write about what you love. And I love England. I was a British literature major, European history major. I lived in England off and on for about two years. I was actually at Labrie, if you're familiar with Francis Schaeffer and Labrie. I, I lived at Labrie for about eight months, um, almost, you know, 20 years ago, 10 years ago. And uh, yeah, they start up in Yorkshire, and then, um, and then they're, they escape from Weatherly. And they're ch relentlessly chased by this illustrious detective Gowerstone that has an amazing hook at the end. And, um, and they commandeer a hot air balloon. And so they start to kind of fly over England in a hot air balloon. And then they land at uh, Oxford where they meet Professor Hainsworth. They go to Windsor and then they're all through London. And I love London, it's just beautiful. And then all the way down to, the, uh, to Canterbury Cathedral. So it really is a wonderful tour through England with a lot of history, architecture, culture, traditions. I mean, everything from Hyde Park in London to Bond Street to um, the Brown Hotel for tea to Dukes in St. Uh, St. James to stay the night, a great chase through St. Paul's Cathedral, King's College. So it's all in there. And it's just, it's just rich with that sort of fun history. And I think, again, coming back to what I was saying is what's great about it is these are real places and places that people can go. So it's not some fantasy world. I like that. And are there explicit Christian themes or, or any Bible verses in the book? You mentioned uh, Ephesians. Yeah, it's all it's 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 all Bible based, if you will, um, Bible based themes throughout the book. It's a lot like C.S. Lewis and um, the Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. So I would compare Britfield and Lost Crown a lot to C.S. Lewis. But where C.S. Lewis goes to the high fantasy side, we don't. Everything's grounded in reality. Um, I mean, I do a ton of research. I research all my history. I research all the locations, everything from how long would it take, you know, uh, a train to get from Yorkshire to London to what's the cost of a cab fare to all of that. And so I do a lot of research through all these. And then I do I do I do weave in this this idea of this theme very slowly and sort of start start here. And then by book two, we go a little bit deeper, a little bit darker. We bring in one of my favorite quotes from Ephesians six at the end, which just nails it. And then we really bring in this whole theme of God throughout you know, book two and book three. So it's, it's a wonderful series, again, based on, I would say, biblical principles, uh, but, 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 but within the genre of C.S. Lewis and The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. 
I like that. And, and without getting into all the witchcraft and spell casting of the Harry Potter series or Perfect. the demigods of, of all the superhero movies, uh, you take two ordinary kids who are, you know, going through an adventure together, and then you bring in Ephesians 6, which says, uh, you know, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual spirits, and, and, and I, I suppose there's some demonic darkness that they have to pray against, and, and in books two and three, you get into the God theme a little bit more. Uh, let's take a short yeah. break. Uh, when we come back, we'll ask Chad Stewart about his plans for a screenplay and a movie. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I want to introduce my friend, Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry in the work of PIJN News. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Well, I think everybody out there, y'all need to get behind Pray in Jesus' Name's ministry. Dr. Chaps here, but this great ministry needs your support, and you, can, you should donate to it. You can also use your promo code PRAYNEWS, and anything you're getting from my pillow with big discounts, a lot of those proceeds are coming right back. I'm going to put them right back into this, into your amazing charity and show. Well, thank you, sir. I accept that endorsement, and we support your work at MyPillow.com. Remember, everybody, when you visit, use the promo code PRAYNEWS. You get a big discount, and our charity gets a little bit of help. So thank you, Mike Lindell, for your support. They get a lot of help. Not a little bit, a lot of help. <laughs> we need all we can get. For Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The My Pillow guy. And you're looking good. I'm still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. My Pillow 2.0. When I invented My Pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My Pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My Pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of My Pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a My Pillow or not, you need to get the brand new My Pillow 2.0. Call or go to mypillow.com now. Use your promo code and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better and cooler too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit mypillow.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code, and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps. Talking about the Britfield book series. The first one is Britfield and the Lost Crown. If you want to get 
your children started on uh, what's going to be a seven book series. Chad, you've already written three of these and it's progressing in the plot as you described. The first one is set in England, the second one in France, the third one in Italy. Uh, do you have a, a vision for the next four? Yeah, I'm actually, um, I've already outlined, I spent the last 10 weeks outlining book four, Britfield and the Eastern Empire, and it starts in Vienna, beautiful Vienna, Austria, and then goes to Prague, and then up to Poland, Warsaw, and then and then the Baltic, and then over to St. Petersburg, Russia, and Moscow. And so in this particular, in book four, which is kind of fun, I, I include probably eight different countries with mostly like uh, Eastern Europe with 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 probably Austria and Poland as my main themes and then Russia and then book five will be Asia probably starting in South Korea and then book six will be South America and then I bring back the entire series to the United States um, whether I start in New York and end up in California I don't know or California to New York and the different states and uh, now Thomas there will be 18 by book seven so it's really nice you can progress all the way from 12 all the way up to, to age 18. I kind of like that I, I you know I need a good easy read. My, I, I read too much politics. I read too much uh, uh, news and, and too many blogs. Uh, I need some uh, bubble gum for my brain. And that sounds like a great read. But you also have experience as a screenwriter. And tell me about the plans for the first movie. I will. Real quick, too, I just want to say what's what's great about the Bitfield series in the books, and we receive emails and letters daily, as you can imagine, if we had time, I would read them, is that children can really connect to the characters, because at the end of the day, you're never going to connect to Harry Potter, because you're not a witch, you don't have a wand, you can't solve problems by saying spells, or you're not a superhero, you can't fly. And so I think, we, I mean, that's what's so great about this book for, for kids nationally and, and globally that are connecting with the series. And we're also having a huge impact on literacy. Kids that are reluctant readers are picking up Britfield and Lost Crown, and it's like the first book or novel they've ever finished. But to answer your question, yeah, so um, there'll be seven major motion pictures, so seven books, seven major motion pictures. If all goes well, we'll be launching the first Britfield live action movie in December 2024. We have anticipated by research that this will be one of the most successful films in cinematic history. We can talk about that. And uh, here's the uh, movie script that we, um, this is the first draft of the movie script that we just finished uh, reading and talking to our screenwriter a couple of weeks ago. And he's now in the second draft and we're building our team and putting everything together. So actually April will be my full throttle focus now on the film. We've been working on it for about 18 months. I've got some great producers with a long history of 40 years in the business, some major studios as distributors, but we'll, we'll be doing it as an independent. That way we have complete creative control and as you can well imagine, uh, creative content control, so. So I'm a movie buff. I like Christian movies. We've, we've all seen the great success recently with Jesus Revolution and a lot of the Christian yeah. movies that are being made. We wish you great success and, and uh, we pray you find the right director and producer to help bring Thank that you. to the screen. Uh, so setting aside the Britfield book series, which I highly recommend, I want to ask you some questions about your personal life. Uh, did you sure. grow up in the faith? How did you become a Christian and why? Yeah, I was actually, uh, I, I was I was blessed. I grew up in Newport Beach, California. I was blessed to be raised by Christian parents. Um, and then talking back to the movie of Jesus Revolution, I was saved at Calvary Chapel by Greg Laurie uh, when I was 22 years old, August when I was 22 years old. So this movie, which I just saw a couple of weeks ago, was like very profound and moving. And I'm like, 
that's my church. That's where I went. That's where I attended. Pirates Cove, where they get baptized. I used to I used to walk, jog, and go there when I was growing up as a child. It was about a mile from our house. So that movie was like, whoa, <laughs> you know, like, wow, profound. yeah. So that's awesome. Uh, why is your faith important to you? What has Jesus done in your life? Transformed it and uh, saved me, given me eternal life. And, um, and it's a daily walk. It's a daily challenge. Uh, but I walk by faith and not by sight. And uh, he must increase, but I must decrease. These are some of my, my main things that I do daily. Um, but, I, but also doing what we're doing and challenging, because Britfield and Lost Crown will outsell the Harry Potter series in the next 10 years. It's pretty profound to say, but we will do it. And we'll have a bigger impact than, than any of these other books. And uh, it's been a long haul. Uh, 12 years from an idea to reality, and it's a challenge every day. And so this is my this is my my foundation, my strength, and um, it's hard. But God has kept me focused um, on the vision, if you will, and not getting sidetracked and distracted. You talked about all these articles that you're reading, or this or that, and a lot of so much of that is flashover substance. So, so much of it is nonsense. So much of it is to bring you down or to distract you. That's how the enemy works. Uh, instead of saying focused on what God has called you to do, God has called all of us to do something extraordinary and great, whether it's just raising your children the best you can to starting a company, to being a teacher and challenging the crap that's going on in the schools, et cetera. We all have that gift um, and you have to trust God and just take it a day at a time. You show up every morning and then see what God wants to do. Well, you're doing your part and you're, you're discipling and mentoring thousands of young people who are reading the Britfield book series with interest. It keeps them engaged and it gives them hope and it gives them positive yes. themes and it gives them, you know, family oriented values. And, and we're excited about this too. Uh, there is a homeschool yes. movement across America where parents are uh, teaching their kids at home and taking them out of public schools. Uh, is your book uh, circulated well in those groups? Absolutely. It's funny when we started this back in 2019, the homeschool movement was our uh, was our specific beachhead, if you will, or foundation. It's the book is so perfect for the homeschool because it's a great it's a great literary series. It's got great history, geography, all these things that kids can learn. It's real. Kids can relate to it. Um, and yeah, it's an interesting, too, because uh, since the quote unquote pandemic, um, and we, I had estimated all this. I said this. I, we were on our national tour. I was in Memphis, Tennessee, two, March 2022, getting ready to head up to Indiana and in, in the East Coast as part of our tour when this whole thing happened. And so as I was driving back, I said to myself, it'll be interesting based on three things. How many children return to the normal school when this whole thing is over? And um, I was basing it on three things. One, when the kids were coming home for the first time and really connecting with their parents, their parents would be horrified by the crap and agenda and stuff that's being taught in schools, just horrified. Wow. Number two, how far behind their student, their, their child was in simple, basic things. And number three, that they could sit down, concentrate on the subject or what they needed to do for the day. And I don't know, lo and behold, have three or four hours to go out and play and, and be creative and, and do something fun instead of being in these institutions, you know, for 40 hours a week. And so all of a sudden, around 2021, 22, I was getting these, these statistics and research that 30% of parents weren't sending their kids back to school. Can you imagine that? Wow. I mean, do you, do you have any idea that impact of number? Thank God and praise God how he uses this thing. And the homeschool movement has moved from, from 5 million to 15 million in two years and growing. And it's, and it's a very, I love the homeschool people. I love, I love the whole protocol. I mean, to me, they're the most well-educated, well-rounded children I've ever, I've ever met. 
I appreciate that. We're out of time, but our guest has been Chad Stewart. Britfield.com to learn more and get the book series. Our website is PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Please donate when you visit. If you need prayer, call us at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.